0: This afternoon I'd like to share with you the practice of forgiveness. I have found it to be such a powerful practice in my life and it it embodies these these noble qualities that we find on this path, qualities such as compassion and kindness, kindness and wisdom. remember when I was doing a long retreat in Burma, it was so beautiful in the morning after our early morning sit, all of the monastics would uh, pair up so they'd be in dyads and they would um, actually squat down on the floor towards one another and they would do this this beautiful ritual of confession and forgiveness to one another just as a way of keeping uh, the harmony in the community to really being... Um, present for each other in a, in a really authentic way. And for me, the, the best definition of forgiveness that, that I found is it's the act of giving up the hope for a better past. Because I find so much of what happens when I'm lost in anger and resentment about what happened in the past is that sense as I'm still hoping in some kind of way for some kind of better outcome, even though it's already passed. And maybe some of you can relate to this when you think about those places where it might be difficult to forgive. And the arenas that will uh, practice this is, one, offering forgiveness to ourselves, first of all, because what I find is is how harsh I can be with myself. Like, have you ever noticed that um, it's amazing the things that we're sometimes willing to say to ourselves that we would never even imagine saying to another person, the kind of harshness that can be there and also the repetition of it. And then also offering um, forgiveness to another who we feel like we might have harmed. And then also uh, forgiving someone else. Before we get into it, though, I do want to be clear about kind of its direction. First of all, hopefully what you're hearing about this is that this practice, really what it's situated around is it's about bringing freedom to the one who is forgiving. It's really this change in heart for myself. That's really what so much of forgiveness is about. And what forgiveness is not, which is also important to remember, is that when I forgive... It doesn't mean that I'm condoning certain actions or even saying that I'm complicit in certain actions. It's not about that at all. It's about really letting go of anger and resentment. It's not even about, quote-unquote, letting someone off the hook in some way. It's releasing the heart, rather. And in that way, releasing our lives. There was a uh, Rabbi Rabbi Kushner who wrote a little book on forgiveness, and he put it well the kind of the turn that happened for him around forgiveness. Somebody had asked him a question, kind of those, one of those outrageous questions, I think, if he would forgive Hitler." And he said, "Yes, of course I'd forgive Hitler. It doesn't mean that what he did was OK. But when I let the resentment goes, it means that he can't make me contribute more money to a Holocaust Memorial than I do to Jewish children. And again, there's nothing wrong with giving money to the Holocaust Memorial, but it's such a confinement to see how anger and resentment can dictate and determine my life and how I'm interacting with others because I'm still holding on. I'm still hoping for that better past. And that hope is an entangling in me and confining me and how I show up in the world. And at the same time, I do want to point out that there's a time and place to forgive, and there's also a time and place not to forgive. And I think as we go through this, it's important to reflect upon this, especially with the tough stuff. sometimes uh, it's important for us to make sure there's a space open to actually feel some of the anger and resentment that might arise as, as out, of, out of some kind of situation that we are in. Some of the, you could say, the energy of anger is trying to correct uh, a boundary that's been broken in our lives. And not to acknowledge that or not to feel into that can really uh, not serve us in some way. It's important to, to see the hurts that are there and to, to take time with them, the time that they need. So it's something to reflect on when we go through this to get a sense of if the time is right or not. Okay, so let's, uh, let's give it a try. So in light of this, I invite you to begin to bring your attention inward. In particular, you might wanna simply feel your body sitting now I invite you to begin to bring your attention to what I call your heart center. So it's that place just right where your sternum is there. And if you want, you might want to put a hand there. You don't have to just in order to sense into that part of your bodily experience right there at the heart center. And you might feel the breath there, how the chest cavity expands and contracts right there at the heart center. also touching into any emotional quality that might be there at the heart center. So as you continue to be aware of that part of your experience, any kind of feeling tone, emotional tone that's there and just acknowledging it, being with it. Now, what I'd like to invite you to do is to bring to mind a way that you've harmed or hurt yourself in some kind of manner. It might be through words or through actions. And as you continue to sense into that, I'll be saying these phrases out loud. And after I say them out loud, you might want to repeat them silently to yourself. But most importantly, to get a feeling sense of the phrases as I say them or you say them to to yourselves. I allow myself to be imperfect. I allow myself to make mistakes I allow myself to be a learner still learning life's lessons. I forgive myself for the harm I've done to myself. And if I cannot completely forgive myself right now May I do so sometime in the future. And then again, just allowing your attention to rest in the heart center there, feeling the breath or any feeling quality there. And now I invite you to begin to bring to mind some way that you've harmed or hurt someone else. We do this, we make mistakes. And once again, silently saying the phrases, feeling the phrases. I allow myself to be imperfect. I allow myself to make mistakes. I allow myself to be a learner, still learning life's lessons. I forgive myself for the harm I've done. And if I cannot completely forgive myself right now, may I do so sometime in the future. And again, just bringing the attention back to the heart center, feeling the breath, feeling any emotional quality there. I now invite you to bring to mind someone who has harmed or hurt you in some kind of way. as you bring this person to mind, Again, we'll silently saying the phrases, feeling the phrases. Just as I realize that I am imperfect, I accept that you too are imperfect And just as I realize that I make mistakes, I accept that you too make mistakes And just as I am a learner still learning the lessons of life, I see that you too are still learning life's lessons. I forgive you for the harm I feel like you've done to me. And if I cannot completely forgive you right now, may I do so sometime in the future. back to the heart center, feeling the breath, any emotional quality. And once again, bringing to mind the same person or another person that you feel like might have hurt or harmed you in some kind of way. silently saying the phrases, feeling the phrases. (coughs) Just as I am imperfect, I accept that you too are imperfect. Just as I make mistakes, I accept that you too make mistakes. Just as I am a learner, still learning the lessons of life, I accept that you too are still learning life's lessons. I forgive you for the harm I feel like you've done to me If I cannot completely forgive you right now, may I do so sometime in the future? Once again, sensing into the heart center, the breath, any feeling tone. So at this point what we'll do is we'll just open up a space if there's any questions or comments about this practice. And if you're wanting more silence, if you really feel free to um, get up now and and to leave if you're really looking for more silence rather than being around talking, or you can really get up during it too. So you can get up and leave whenever you want. And then uh, walking meditation will will be until uh, dinner. Yeah, so any questions or comments around this practice? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I was, um, uh, I don't know if it's because I have uh, a lot to forgive, but I've worked for forgiveness a lot and resentment and stuff. And mm-hmm. Like, uh, and uh, you know, usually I can um, I can rest rest there. Like uh, um, you know, it's like I uh, with my father, even with myself. Like it, everywhere I turn, there's this charge, and like underneath there, like there's some like form
2: of like I like I loved him so much that's why, mm-hmm. why I wanted to fucking kill him. Or, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or the resentment mm-hmm. was that charge. You know what I mean? Um, yeah.
1: investigation of like resentment or forgiveness even for myself it's like you know all all this
0: um, you know drinking and using and and ripping and running for so many years Mm -hmm. it's like you know I
1: had such a hard time forgiving myself because underneath that
0: you know I really do love myself yeah 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 yeah. really thanks for sharing that just maybe I'll just try to repeat it a little bit so other people can hear but uh, just through the exploration of uh, of resentment shane was was sharing that uh, underneath it really noticing this this feeling of love can really uh you can connect to in some kind of way you know around you know whether it be a, a parent or oneself that that's somehow underlying when you sense into it in some kind of manner and it sounds like the way through it too if yeah, if i heard you correctly kind of, uh, at least in that moment you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. such an important discovery. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this practice, um, especially because it seems easy for me to forgive others um, and impossible to forgive myself. Um, there, there isn't a situation where you, you suggested... That um, we call to mind oh, something a mistake we made, mm-hmm. um, something that we did or said, and um, the problem for me is that it's a flood. Uh, I, I can't delineate between. Yeah. Um, um, I guess the mistake being me. Um, that sounds a little. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I don't know how to. Um, I don't know how to sincerely forgive myself.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, they were just um, sharing the challenge of forgiving ourselves or forgiving oneself, and uh, the last thing. Uh, that was said is, um, I don't know how to forgive myself, you know, how to around that. So, so could I share some things around that in terms of maybe some things to kind of explore that? And um, just, I uh, uh, thank you for bringing that into the room. It can be so challenging. And also, I I felt like what you said also um, touched a dilemma, at least a dilemma for me at times is that uh, it's not only that I did a mistake, but I am a mistake. And that's why I did the mistake, is because I am a mistake in some kind of way. Um, and that's where it gets so tricky for me, is when it's it's an indication about me rather than just an action. In terms of the practice, also what I found helpful is if I can... And again, it's a practice, so I need to have the repetition. But also if I can delineate and if I can pick something small so that I start with something really teeny that feels more inconsequential to me and that there's the repetition around it, of the repetition of like going through these uh, phrases. And for me, what I'm looking for is anything that allows me to soften my stance towards myself. And, and I think a lot of it is just a recognition that uh, this is, this is the nature of being a human being is to make mistakes or to be, there's no way I can get around that in some kind of manner, that it's my, my default to be wrong about all kinds of things. And I actually find that there can be something so joyous when I can begin to bring that into my heart of just that realization. Um, you know, there's this great book. Actually, I think Matthew, for those of you who were in the retreat last year, <laughs> gave this really great uh, quote from this wonderful book called "On Being Wrong," and it's called "On Being Wrong" um, by Catherine Schultz. And her, the, the her, what she's uh, arguing for in the in the book is to point out that. We are so often wrong, and, and what a wonderful thing that is, because that's how we learn through that and open it up. And I remember uh, when we got the book, my wife was reading it. And so each time she was wrong about something in the house, she'd be like, isn't this so cool? I'm wrong. This is so awesome. And she got really psyched about it. And it was so wonderful to be around, because there was something so contagious about it, of just acknowledging that this is, this is the part of the process of um, living our lives, and I found that really helpful of like, oh, yeah. So sometimes also these additional reflections can be helpful. But I think the, the big thing to me is the softening and the repetition. And then also other practices such as uh, loving kindness. Because I think you're, you're also uh, alluding to a lot of times what's underneath it is my belief that, that, that I'm somehow flawed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: -hmm. Does how they view the situation or um, their feeling, if they're sorry or not, have anything to do with forgiveness?
0: No. Yeah, because for me, like that's the thing I need to disentangle from. Because sometimes, um, you know, and it's—I should say—it's different for different circumstances. But I, I can just share how my mind works: is that sometimes what my mind gets entangled in with this hope for a better past is, I'm wanting something from that person. And sometimes then my forgiveness can get hooked up around that. Like if only they would acknowledge what they did. And, but then I'm still hooked by the resentment and the anger. And so I find that the forgiveness is really about my relationship to myself around this and how I'm navigating this, this past experience that keeps on coming up in, in my experience. And again, it's not about condoning any kind of behavior or being complicit with it or anything like that, or even it's more about uh, not being confined by my resentment. Does that fit or, or not? I want to make sure I'm on the... I think so. I'm
1: just thinking about I feel feeling if you're forgiving someone else, and it, it's okay if they're sorry or not, but this is the fact that you're forgiving them. I, I get a little bit confused on how to forgive myself.
0: and sort of it, it, say a little bit more. Just you mean in the sense of do I need to uh, really feel this quality of forgiveness when it's uh, towards myself? Yeah. Again, what's helpful for me is the repetition. It's it's like any of these other practices, for example. Um, so the question was around just self-forgiveness. If I'm not really feeling it, you know, can I continue with it? What I noticed, for example, around the practice of any of these, some of these Brahma Viharas, these practices that we're exploring in the afternoon, is that that's part of the practices. Often I'm not going to feel it, and yet I continue. So, So just as, um... Just like anything I'm practicing, there's going to be times where I'm really feeling it and when I'm not. But those kind of dry spells, it's really important that I continue because what I find is that it's still shaping my heart and mind. And yeah, I want to open up the space to allow for that feeling to be there, but often it's not going to be, but the repetition can allow something different to, to unfold. And I think that's where the trust needs to come from. And then also, just through the act, and I think Matthew mentioned this about the uh, practice of loving kindness, and this is the same with forgiveness. Sometimes when I practice forgiveness, it's going to elicit the opposite response. Response: I might feel more resentment or more anger, so it's kind of a, it might be a stirring, which again is just part of the process. So I want to normalize all these phases of the process, which are in some ways important to go through. Yeah. Anyone mm-hmm. way in the back there? Um, this is kind
1: of, somewhat similar question um, to another from before, but uh, I, I when, when there was the forgiving yourself for a thing you've done to yourself thing, mm-hmm. I very much felt that. Mm-hmm. And there was a very strong reaction uh, for me.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then in everything else, I didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. I couldn't connect with... Uh, forgiving someone else for something they did for me I couldn't connect with, um, forgive myself for something I've done to someone else. The, all, all of that stuff, I, I didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not because there aren't things there, because there definitely are. Um, but it, I, it, is this something where you kind of start on yourself and then you can move it
0: outward, or... Um, yeah,.: good mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so the, they were just reporting how they felt um, felt that w- when you're forgiving yourself, but with the other categories not feeling anything so much, um, Yeah, and again, this is going to vary depending upon where we find it easier to forgive. So as one person mentioned, forgiving oneself might be the hardest piece to begin with, and forgiving others might be easier. So it'd be really great to begin with forgiving others, maybe, because that's where the heart is more responsive. <laughs> and then oppositely, if, there's more, you know, if you have more facility around forgiving yourself for the harm you've done to yourself, what a great place to start, because that's where the, there's more movement of the heart. And then allowing the repetition The repetition of going through this again and again and again, to 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 allow the heart to have a certain kind of movement to it. So, for example, and just this is more in the realm of loving kindness, but it fits so well with with forgiveness practice. There was a kind of the well-known teacher of loving kindness by the name of Sharon Salzberg, and she was sharing how I think there was somebody on a a retreat she led that was a week-long loving kindness retreat. And this participant, during the entire week, reported not feeling a moment of loving-kindness. So this is a whole week of practicing loving-kindness and not feeling anything. And then after the retreat, a couple weeks go by, and this uh, participant contacted Sharon and said, you know, I didn't feel anything on the retreat, but it's amazing how much has transformed my life in terms of how I'm relating to others and to myself so even though there was a flatness in the experience, it somehow still had an effect on the heart and mind through the willingness, the willingness to be kind. And in the same way, I think that's how forgiveness can work is my willingness to forgive can start to shape and allow a movement in the heart. And so it does, it takes a kind of faith when it's flat and there's no feeling there. Yeah. Is there a
2: recommendation or um, a time period, like let's say this is a practice for a week or a month, or when the felt sense of forgiveness is on your mind, what, what
0: are the ideas about that? Yeah, so in terms of a regular practice, in terms of how to practice this, is it something that one could do for a week or a month, or just when it rises, how's, how to fit it into our daily lives? All of the above, and let me be clear about that. So sometimes I find it's really great to go to forgiveness when there's some experience, there's something that's happened that I feel the hook of that's coming up. And so, oh, what I need around this is some time to do a forgiveness practice. And then also I want to be clear, a lot of times I'm combining it with what we're doing here on retreat. For me, it's really important to sense into the anger and resentment. So I'm being with that as well. So I'm not using the forgiveness to try to jump over the other feelings. That's one thing. I also find it really helpful to take this as some kind of regular practice towards at the end of my sitting meditation on a daily basis or doing it once a week. So there's the repetition, so I'm getting familiar with it as a movement of the heart. So both can be really helpful. And how do we figure that out? Playing around, experimenting in terms of... yeah. Okay, so now we'll move into the walking meditation for about 15 minutes and then we'll have our mindful eating. Thank you.